Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. Today on Accent of Women, we look at Thailand. Accent of Women has been covering the various political developments in Thailand since the major Red Shirts massacre in the streets of Bangkok in 2009, and then the military coup of 2014. There have been 17 military coups in Thailand since 1932, depending on how you analyse them. But since the coup of 2014, the military junta is well and truly entrenched in that country, despite promises of democratic elections supposedly to be held in 2018. In 2016, the fraught constitutional referendum ushered in the 20th constitution for Thailand in less than a century of that country's history, again further entrenching military power. Of course, listeners will also remember the death of the revered King Bumibol in October 2016, causing renewed fears of civil war and realignment of political interests. Against this background, poverty is crippling, farmers are suiciding, workers are languishing, and activists for democratic rights are being arrested under repressive laws. To discuss the situation in Thailand, Junya Lek Yimpraset, a democratic rights activist from Thailand, now in exile in Finland, facing charges under the draconian Les Majeste laws. Here's Lek Yimpraset. It has been seven years now since I decided to stay in exile and to try to fight for democracies in Thailand from outside, uh, from Europe. The uh, public referendum in Thailand only done two terms in the history. First term is by the 2006 military coup group to ask for referendum for, for constitutions with the uh, kind of like a selling package that they will organize a election. And that time also is passed, and they have done, uh, as they said, by organizing the election. And the same, again, these constitutions uh, by the 2014 military coup gangs also proposed with that, uh, let it pass and we will organize the election. But uh, they haven't done that yet. You know, the, the we haven't, since uh, a little uh, acceptable or believable date of elections uh, in the near future yet. So they are saying that the new election is in 2018, but there so far is no date for this new election. Yeah, they said that they, since 2014, uh, like, you know, they all said the election will be the next year and it keeps is keep postponing every year. So, so that that's one thing that Thai people learn to to deal with Junta uh, Payut because he never take uh, he never keep his words. And the technique that he used is only to play yo yo, you know, with the with the public, with the uh, with the international communities, uh, you know, to make it look soft and uh, look look promising. But uh, you cannot trust this guy that that the things and i think thai people also you know uh, more and more pessimistic and you know and skeptical of whatever you'd say tell me a little bit about the relationship of the new king with the military because we still have a military junta in power 
Yeah, I think they play. They 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 suit. They suit with each other really well. You know, in, in the sense that the the new kings is uh, deliberately enjoy. You know, or the the time that he has with the militaries by not really have to prove himself of being a good king. Like as everyone knows, he have. Create so many scandals uh, in Germany, you know, during the t- these times when he has been named king, uh, and he spends uh, most of his time in Germany, not in Thailand, and his uh, spending is uh, known of being big, and he has uh, done a number of things in uh, favor by having the the dictatorship in in the control of the countries by. Uh, they 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 both you know kind like support each other. The king will size any papers, any documents that the junta give to him uh, on actions. The junta also will size or uh, we approve any initiatives of the king. And the past uh, eight eight months, the king initiatives is only about transfer transferring the uh, crown property bureaus into more control by him by. Uh, make uh, set up his own privy councils that he control by doing a quite a number of uh, surgeons, uh, what you call it, uh, surgeries or like uh, reform in the palace, uh, putting his girls into the military positions and uh, or reducing them or uh, kind of like uh, uh, his people, even though they are seniors or juniors, like, you know, that, that kind of, that's kind of the story that we keep hearing of what the king and the junta have been amazing. And I think um, in terms of showing any signs of concerning of the, the, the democracies or concerning of the real problem of the countries, he, he doesn't show any sign of that. And we are seeing that there continues to be um, arrests under uh, Article 112, the Les Majeste Law. But there is also the use the uh, use of the authoritarian law of Article 44. Can you tell me what this law says and why they are using this one instead of Article 112? Yeah, Article 112, they're still using. So now they're using, I think the Junta famous number is 112, which is less majesty law, you know, as you know. Uh, and then the the punishment is still severe. There are already 100 cases, you know, uh, persecuted uh, or being uh, arrested and put in jail without trials uh, during uh, this uh, coup uh, period. And uh, there is also another one that he's using now is Article 116, which is a threat to national securities. Uh, and Article 44, uh, that is his law, you know, that he created to give him supreme powers uh, to do anything. And so what is the experience like for ordinary Thai people in fighting back and resisting um, the military dictatorship and fighting for democracy? Uh, I think that uh, we have to try very hard, quite uh, hard to try to encourage Thai people to keep believing uh, in fighting for democracies because uh, it has been much of the, no, kind of like motive, not so much motivative because as you see many of the, 
the ties he have been active in fighting for political uh, directions you know for for the elections uh, for democracy since 2005 2006 and it has been on on and on without stop and as well even though there is a period of uh, elections the elected governments but the government on so too weak you know to to conduct any major change uh, in 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 term of the level of principles in in thailand uh, i think so in one way in, in since 2006 until now that the movement the struggles for democracy for for a real change in, in thailand to get away from military, uh, the military of the king uh, ruling system you know it is is quite uh, exhausting and i think many people get tired as well as we don't have any kind of uh, of uh, a big ambitious can be can be presented because to really have a major change you need a strong political wills you know that want to go in change and the only place that can change uh, make, make a major change in the country the elections or politics is a parliament but uh thai people have seen uh or the political parties especially the winning parties in 2001 which is the chinawat camp uh the, or or never 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 show any dedications you know or any struggle that uh, to bring thailand away from this uh, uh loyalty you know <laughs> for this uh, game of the monarchy loyalties and do uh, whatever is wished to the to the the king wish to the people and you know, so that 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 situation is is now i think uh, reflect to the current situation why there are so few people opposed military chintas even though there's so so many hardship in every corners of thailand um uh, this is lack of a political camp that have a uh, success you know in presenting the a big goals or a big principles that can get thailand away from these uh, chaos and these confusions and these uh, political game of the own establishments monarchy military like you know national capitalists and uh, these political uh, party i yeah i think that is like uh, like a bit of uh, uh, the period of con- confusions and many people feel give up and so we we me and i think people who who see the situation we have to try to find a way to really uh, bring this situation in a surface and get people in thailand to really see and be, feel motivated uh, to keep fighting and you know and find a, a, or forming a, a group of political uh, groups that have big ambitions and with we talking about uh, a big uh, revolutions in term of the political directions of the country And on community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Accent of Women. We're looking at the current situation in Thailand and we're speaking with Thai political activist and exile Junya Lek Yimpraset. Well, uh, it's interesting that you're 
discussing the hardship that people are experiencing because uh, there is there is obviously a reason, a purpose for the closing down of democratic space in Thailand and for the establishment of a military junta and the prevention of any voices of dissent. It, it is a reflection of a political and economic crisis in the country. So tell me, what is the situation like for ordinary Thai people in relation to wages, poverty, access to health, access to education? Uh, yeah, it, uh, it's hardly to describe in one sense because it's every everything is like happening. Like in terms of the, the, the agriculture sector, they are one of the biggest hit because as you see, the price of the agricultural products without the strong state subsidies has been floating in the market and it's been flopped, you know, or in everything, you know, from rubbers to rice to corns to longans to, uh, you know, from, from crops uh, to fruits uh, is all down. And then I've been, we've been hearing the farmers, like, yeah, I see the other days, like lemon farmer have to throw the lemons. Lemon that used to be like five baht per per one fruit, you know, before and now they cannot even send sell for twenty cents. Um, on 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 of that situation, I think in terms of the farmers, it's a big hit. We hear the farmer suicide, uh, lumber plantation suicide, and of you know the. Yeah, the farmer threatening to jump down in front of the parliament how to protest. That's very clear. From time to time, and see the labor uh, disputes. But the problems, as we always say, uh, knows that the Thai labor movements are backing up. Uh, are the movement that joined the loyal move, uh, royalist uh, yellow shirt in since 2006 in. Um, what you call it in fighting against the toxins uh, political camps you know so uh, because the trade unions in thailand has been part of the loyalist movement that uh, kicked out for elected governments and also invite to military juntas uh, so the unions we should be the mobilization that uh, norm- automatically, you know, or normally in the past, like 1992 uh, anti-coup movement of 1992, the union is one of the big mobilization that kicked out the 1992 military coup. But now for three years, trade unions in Thailand doesn't uh, do any organization mobilization against the coups. They will come in the day of like, uh, routines, uh, mobilization, like the May days, you know, that's the routine mobilizations of the trade unions and submit their demands. And that's really, that's it, very few. So even though there's so many of the labor's uh, uh, unemployment, uh, the labor problems, the junta try to touch the social welfare uh, scheme, which have the biggest saving money in the country right now, and the trade union doesn't even, you know, organize a big rally to protest against that. So that is un- unfortunate. And the other sectors, uh, like the NGOs, uh, as you know, it's one of the sector that have ability to organize and to mobilize the NGOs and the civil society on parts of the loyalist movement since 2005 and 2006. So they lost, they lost somehow legitimacy to to 
to bring back the people, and many of them are still backing up the military juntas because the belief that if there is an election, the Chinewat will come back, and then uh, the, what's happened for the past uh, 10 years of the political battle in Thailand is that it's beyond the core of the principle. You know, the fighting, the political battle in Thailand is not about political uh, ambitions anymore. It's become personal. You know, it, it takes Chinawat family as a personal enemy of so many social actors. And so, so the fight is not based on uh, ambitious for a good views of the country, but it's for uh, preserving egos of some of the uh, these well-known public celebrities, and and that has become uh, disgusting as well. You know. Well, I I just want to go back to this um, the role of the trade union movement and trying to resist the coup, because we did in in. Um 2009, we watched the unions fall because they had previously taken an um, anti-privatisation position, which suddenly meant that they were on the side of the uh, royalists. And then when the coup happened, they were stuck and they've completely disappeared now. Do you think it is possible for the union movement to recover from such a dramatic defeat as what we've seen in Thailand? Uh, it needs a new leadership because the old leadership of the Thai Third Union are very much male uh, dominant, dominated and, and egos and uh, full of egos. So if this union leadership in Thailand, uh, this group of union leadership in Thailand still can control the union movements, they won't. Uh, there won't be any change because they are so so established their relationship with the uh, now with the own establishments and with the militaries and especially the own leadership of trade unions in Thailand are coming from the state enterprise uh, union, um, which uh, now the junta uh, look at it as a possibility to con- exercise the powers. Um, so as we say, the state enterprise unions are actually uh, in the a custom of is knowing how to deal with the military generals because they always place them in the board of management of one of these uh, you know state enterprise, and I think in one sense uh, it might be long since in the beginning for us in Thailand to expect that the the state enterprise union can have uh, can lead the labor mobilization in into a real principle chain because by nature they are very much uh, playing the political games all the time with the military junta and get comfortable with it they, they know it and that is how they are labeled against the new uh, political change like it's coming from the uh, uh, taxing Chinawat which is the uh, what you call business tycoons uh, and is it not it was not in their nature before. That's why they label against the political that lead by the capitalists and bring back or, or, or feel more comfortable in the politics that lead by militaries because, as you see, military had been ruled or influenced in Thailand politics for longer time than, uh, than any other civil leadership as well. So in that sense, if you look into that sense, the to get the current lead, uh, trade unions in Thailand to stand up 
I don't see that they will do that without a, a new generation of trade unions or a new group with, of trade unions within industrial trade union take up more power and college to organize and mobilize. And and for for the situation in Thailand where trade unions is only one point three percent of the national workforce, workforce. Um, I think they are even more feeling more uh, vulnerable and weaker than any other social sector. So, so there is. I don't see. I don't see. I don't foresee now that the trade union in Thailand can uh, somehow lead any any political chain anymore. Well, obviously there is a desperate need for international solidarity and international organising. What do you think it's going to take to restore democracy to Thailand? It's quite interesting. I mean, that is a big question so I think that has been hanging to us, uh, on us for a for long time. Uh, and I think that is a big question that we are trying to explain and we, we are trying to project visions to to the Thai public to see because at the moment there is no big political visions or uh, and there is no big agendas uh, that put into the public to get people to feel college enough to really you know mobilize themselves because uh, one thing that the the ability the there are resistance against the military coups since since it's emerged yeah but it's small sectors and this small group of people which uh, are mostly academic students and 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 then kind of like uh, supporters of of the demonstrations uh, demo lectures and things like that they don't they they're they're not they are not they are not seeing themselves that can project big ambitious into general public or to organize the big general public into to become a big demonstration like 1992s you know mobilizations against the military coup i think that people are so afraid uh to to really try, try to lead the directions of the country right now because it's coming with big responsibilities uh and Everyone feel corner, feel that we are too small, you know, to to lead such a big uh, mobilization or that can really lead into political change. Because now, uh, one thing that that make people silent is because they think that they can wait for elections and then they can use the elections at the kind of like an answer or to. Uh, to the political setback right now, and other, I think there is stronger wills in general, in silently, stronger will that Thailand need to get away from Monaco militarism. That means from the rulings of military and under the monarchy, which which in this situation, and we don't see that the political party right now, especially the Chinawat parties, are going to. Uh, lead that direction. That is mean the direction of the country to go uh, to the new political system. Wow, Lek, that has been very informative. Thank you so much for your time. Is there anything you want to add to the discussion? I look at Thailand now as um, the future of Indochina and ASEAN because as you see, Thailand has always been playing quite a central role and as a hub into many things before, like the ASEANs, you know, since 1967, and also those kind of internationals, uh, 
uh, organization institutions so when thailand is flop you know the 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 elements of discussion about the right the human rights political rights asean charters you know that will be moving the whole uh, asean away from nationalist from racism from on on kinds of human rights violations we, uh, toward the legion that is more respect to human rights freedom of opinions and uh, you know look at the uh, and social responsible of their people is it's totally gone you know i think that uh, thailand uh once and it's important for the asean when thailand is flop and it's set up the whole asean is also cannot move forward especially indo china and and I, i think in this sense uh, uh thailand is not just important in the sense of of the country in itself but without rescuing uh, without move thailand toward the democracy it's also that's also bad for the whole asean and we will see the flop in terms of the human rights directions of the whole asean in terms of the uh, political uh, like like freedom of expression and freedom of opinions and also the the increasing of the nationalistic uh, behavior or fascist behavior of that as a country uh, people with elitist you know capacity will follow what thailand elitists are doing so so i think that in in one sense still thailand is important uh, for the future of the planet and uh, in in term of the less killing thailand it also mean that try to get the asian to be able to move forward toward the human rights that was junya lakim praset a democratic rights activist from thailand now in exile in finland facing charges under the draconian les majeste laws she was discussing the current situation in thailand but that's all we have time for on today's program of accent of women Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen@gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website. That's 3cr.org.au. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hanna and I look forward to your company again next week. <laughs>